Good morning. Australians going about their daily lives are now to blame for inflation, according to the new Reserve Bank Governor. Michelle Bullock has thrown into doubt government claims the cost of living crisis is due to international pressure. Live to Canberra and political reporter Rob Scott. Rob, good morning. The RBA boss says the soaring cost of living is now largely a homegrown issue. Yeah, good morning. That's right, Anne. The widespread view in the community is that the soaring cost of living is being driven by global issues such as supply chain problems after COVID and, of course, conflicts in Europe and the Middle East, and that the RBA's record run of rate rises is doing little more than hurting borrowers. But Michelle Bullock is pushing back against that. She says the costs of things like hairdressers, dentists, eating out and going to sporting events and concerts are all rising and international factors are no longer the main drivers of inflation. She says homegrown price rises are proving more difficult to tame than those caused by foreign influences. And she's predicting it'll take at least two more years for inflation to drop to the target range of below 3%, defending the need for rate rises. Now, it's true that supply-side disruptions were the most prominent driver of initial surge in inflation around the world in recent years. The remaining inflation challenge we're dealing with is increasingly homegrown and demand-driven. A more substantial monetary policy response, um, monetary policy tightening, is the right response to inflation that results from aggregate demand exceeding the economy's potential to meet that demand. Well, acknowledging rate hikes are a blunt instrument that is inflicting a lot of pain at the moment, Michelle Bullock says the RBA's obligations are economy-wide and the board is acting in the interests of all Australians. And Rob Scott reporting from Canberra. Home prices have hit a record high, with Perth, Adelaide and Brisbane seeing the biggest increases. Regional areas have also featured in a nationwide rebound. Values have risen nearly 8% since January. Sydney and Melbourne prices are also up this year, but have fallen since the high point last year. CoreLogic says the change is due to an imbalance between supply and demand. The United States is on edge the day before Thanksgiving after a car exploded on the US-Canada border. It happened on Rainbow Bridge at Niagara Falls. Two people inside the vehicle have been killed. Our US correspondent Tim Lester is tracking developments. Tim, it's not looking like terrorism. Good morning, Anne. No, it's not. That's exactly the way it looked initially when these uh, pictures first emerged and the accident first happened. Witnesses stunned as they watched a car at high speed literally fly through the air after striking a median strip and crash into a US customs and immigration facility on the Canadian border, exploding in flames. The FBI called to investigate initially precisely because there was this fear of terrorist activity, but they searched through the debris and found no evidence of explosives. Uh, and soon mm -hmm. after, New York's governor was able to confirm that at least initially there are no findings that this is a terrorism incident. She has, uh, she has stated, though, that the investigation is ongoing, so there's no firm determination as to what this car was doing at such high speed on the US-Canadian border. But for now, the terrorism fears are reduced, Dan. But, Tim, you can understand why there was such alarm over the explosion. 
particularly because of the timing. And two factors here. One, raised concern by the conflict in the Middle East. The Biden administration been particularly aggressive in its support of Israel and those in charge of security fear this might drive terrorism incidents. The second reason is simply that America's biggest holiday, Thanksgiving, is tomorrow. And on Thanksgiving Eve, literally tens of millions of Americans travel to relocate and celebrate Thanksgiving Day. Uh, so this was seen as a prime target for would-be terrorists. The, the uh, cross-section of those two factors, meaning that when it happened, uh, authorities were deeply worried. And Tim Lester reporting live from the US. One of the newly freed immigration detainees is challenging the federal government's new monitoring laws in the High Court. A former Chinese student, along with 100 other detainees, have been slapped with a number of conditions, including a curfew and having to wear an ankle bracelet. His legal team will argue these are measures usually reserved for convicted criminals. I think it is entirely reasonable that the parliament, on, in a bipartisan way, has imposed these very tough conditions on these former detainees. And it's very predictable that the political activists and, and lawyers who associate themselves with these people have decided to try and make a case out of this. The man had his visa cancelled last year and was placed in indefinite detention after serving a prison sentence.